Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Welcome back for another episode. And I'm so happy that you were able to join me today for an episode. You know, sometimes when I think about um, the topics for this podcast, again, I often tell you guys, sometimes it comes from content that I've written out and, and wrote down details of, and I've decided to do planned, you know, weeks ahead. And sometimes it just comes because something happens in my real world and or some kind of context of a discussion that I'll have. And I'll say, you know what, that's a topic that I should cover today on the podcast. And that's how today's episode came to be. So today's episode came out of a conversation about debt reduction and debt reduction is usually a very high priority for many people at the beginning of the year. So 2019 just started. We're on our second, you know, we're two weeks in into our third week of the year and people, you know, tend to start to think about debt reduction, particularly as the debt from the end of the year kind of comes to a head. You start to see how much debt you have and it becomes something that can be a reminder of the burden the true burden that debt can be and that debt usually is. And so, um, you know, I was talking to someone and they were saying, you know, they have a whole bunch of debt, probably about $25,000 worth of credit card debt. And their credit union had offered them an opportunity to take out a personal loan. They would all but be approved for the personal loan. The personal loan had um, a lower interest rate than the credit cards. And the money would come directly out of their um check because it's attached to the credit union and um they wanted to know if I thought that was a good idea now in general I think that debt reduction as a priority is always a good idea because you're never going to be free from the burden of your finances as if you carry an extensive amount of debt it's just not going to be and so I always encourage folks to be to make debt reduction a priority how you choose to reduce your debt is where we can get into the different kind of ways in which um, are the best for for that purpose. Now, the, the, the easiest way to reduce debt is to say, you get a lump sum of money in, you take that money and you pay it down on your debt. So tax returns, you know, you hit the number, you go gamble, you do anything like that, you, you get a windfall, someone sends you some money, anything like that is always the first thing you should do is pay down debt with it. You get a bonus at work, anything like that. But this question becomes, should I go take out a personal loan and use that money to pay off credit card debt. So I'm not opposed to that in every circumstance. I am opposed to it in most circumstances. I think borrowing money to pay down other money you've already borrowed is is an, is a recipe can be a recipe for disaster given that you have to be in a mindset and a mind state where you're in full and total self-control. And the fact that you ran up your debt beyond the realm of which you could pay it, it's indicating that there was a self-control issue happening when you did that. So for you to go out and take another personal loan and pay off the debt that you have, you could be opening yourself up to a continuing of rebuilding that debt if you do not eliminate your access to that credit or eliminate the whatever was causing you to lack that, that level of self-control to maintain and keep the debt down. So in most circumstances, my answer to that would be no. No, you should not take out a personal loan in order to pay down debt because it is something that to pay down debt in that way is it seems like a quick fix and sometimes mathematically can be a smarter fix given the fact that 
the interest rate is lower, but if you have not addressed what it is, or what the issue is that led you to build up such excessive debt, you are going to just build it back up. And now you're going to have two bills. So you take a $25,000 loan out, pay out, pay it off to $25,000 worth of debt, and you still have the available credit and you still have the impulses that led you there. Within a couple of months, you will be back building that debt back up and still owe the debt. So now you'll be in double debt. So I really don't encourage that in most situations. However, there are situations where that can be a useful tool in order to manage an excessive amount of debt. So it can be useful if you're in preparation for buying a home and you need to eliminate multiple different types of outstanding um, credit that you may have um, and, and, and narrow it down to one specific credit that you can, one specific debt that you can show yourself continuously paying as you would do with um, a credit union payment that has a very much lower interest rate and allows for you to, um, pay it automatically you can build up your credit that way because you can continuously pay the loan um, on time you'll have on-time payments and you can set yourself up for that and then leave the other credit of as available credit which also will help with your debt to income ratio um, and I'm sorry it will help with your not your debt to income ratio it'll help help with your utilization rate ratio so there's a there's a way in which that can be beneficial. But again, that is a very limited circumstance and only one that I was in, that I would encourage when you're in a space where you're going to um, be very deliberate and very diligent about how you manage your debt going forward. It's not beneficial to you to take out a personal loan um, if you're not in control of your finances at this point, because again, you will you will kind of backslide back into that to that space where you were um, using your impulses and shopping that way, and then you will not. Um, you will not actually help your situation. You will further exacerbate it by now having out a personal loan and having a bunch of debt. So that's something that I don't, I, I discourage folks from doing that. I rather the more traditional ways of paying down debt. So if that's what, if that's your thought process or what your, one of your goals are for 2019, here are a few of my suggestions in paying down outstanding debt. You must first see it all. You have to print up every one of the um, credit card statements and bills that you have and look at them and outline them. Take the, the bottom line number. How much debt is it on that you owe to each each creditor? What is the interest rate that you owe to that creditor? And put that on a spreadsheet and calculate it. And you see what the minimum payment is on each. Actually include that on the spreadsheet as well. So when you have all of that on that spreadsheet, you should look at it and say, okay, if you make the minimum payment, going forward on all of these how long will it take you to pay it off now that number will shock you and it will be a hard number to swallow so we want we don't want to do that we don't want to ever just pay the minimum payment forever but what we want to do is say okay at this point i'm going to stop spending all credit card spending ceases today this is the beginning of the process of paying off the debt everything ceases you put the credit cards in order, two different orders, in the from the smallest balance to the largest balance, and then subsequently you put it in the highest interest rate to the lowest interest rate. And then you choose the one that has the smallest balance and the highest interest rate together, and you begin to pay that one off first. You need a small win. <clears throat> and a good way to get a win is to pay something off. So if you have a store credit card, like a Macy's card or a Bloomingdale's card, if you have something like that and you're saying, you know what, I wanna, I'm going to get, I'm going to attack that first. 
pay that off. So they pay the minimum on every other card in this time and use all of your excess funds that you're going to use to focus on your credit to pay down and pay off the one, the smallest one. Once that one is off, you move on to the next one, but you always maintain paying the minimum payment on all of them. You don't leave anything unpaid because that's really bad on your credit. And you continuously attack it that way. Slowest to highest, right? <clears throat> but with the highest interest rate being a priority because those are the ones that are going to cost you more. So you continuously attack that. It's going to take time. Depending on how much that you have, how many credit cards you have, it's going to take time. The key here, though, is to not continue to spend. You cannot continue to spend on your credit. You have to then take yourself over to a cash-only basis, which means you are very limited in what you can buy. I spent, when I, um, when I went through my big financial crisis that made me really focus on financial freedom, um, that was about 2009. I went from 2009 to 2012 cash only. I had no credit cards. I had no available credit, not even a store card. I did everything on a cash basis. And if I didn't have the cash, I couldn't do it. It was hard in the beginning. I mean, shopping, I, traveling, like I, I had nothing, you know, and I, I didn't really travel much because I had no money to even like, I had to have the cash to buy a plane ticket. I didn't really travel that much during that period of time. I didn't really shop at all. I was focused on paying down. I had an IRS debt that I had to pay down. And that was very serious for me. I couldn't have, I had a credit, I was on a credit card bill that um, I had to pay off. And it was only a couple of thousand dollars, but it took a lot out of me at that point. <clears throat> and I, I remember the time of feeling very overwhelmed by the fact that I couldn't do anything without credit. But it taught me that I could do things. Like I could do things, I could make it happen. And even after I had kind of gotten myself out of the debt, because I paid off the IRS debt, paid off the credit card debt, started to make more money. Because I know in those couple of years while I was struggling so much with all of this debt that was hanging over my head, I started, I just focused on work and I ended up getting like like one, two, three, I got like three back-to-back -back promotions and increased my my income by about $25,000. And so that really helped me. So by the time we got to maybe 20, 2012, I had gone from making about like 60,000 to like 85 at that point. And once I was making 85, I was like, okay, I'm okay to like keep, you know, I was able to pay down the debt and I was able to start saving money. But I was so, so afraid to get a credit card. I was like, I just don't want to go back in that direction. I don't want to do it. And then I got another job and I increased my pay by another like $15,000. And at that point I said, okay, I'm going to get a credit card because I was traveling. I think I was going to Essence or something. And I was like, okay, you know what? I want to get a credit card. I'm going to get back into this game. And it frightened me so much. But you know what? I was able to begin and build my credit back up. Because at this point through this whole period of time, my credit score was in the garbage. It was in the toilet because I wasn't using my credit. had all this debt. And so I had to build it back up. And so I was able to get a credit card, started building back up my credit score, built up all these things, Did it was able to refinance my house to get out of the bad loan that I was in. I, all these things I was able to do that have been really good for me. But at the time I had to live for what, three years, three years, credit free, no credit, cash only. And it really taught me how to balance my money and really make, you know, make good choices at that time. And it, it helped me in the reduction of my debt. I couldn't even acquire new debt. I just focused on paying off the old debt. So to sum up this episode is saying, should you take out a personal loan to, to pay off debt? It's not advisable. There are circumstances when it can be, but it's general, gen, generally not advisable because you have to be in such a space 
that you are going to be, you have alleviated yourself of the impulses. And a lot of times when you're in that bad financial space, like I had been in, in 2009, you won't, you're not going to avoid those impulses because something else, there's other things going on. And so sometimes just buckling down with no credit, available credit to you and just paying off the debt can be the thing that focuses you in a way to get yourself, really dig yourself out of those bad habits that led you there and get yourself into a better, more prosperous financial situation. So think about how you want to attack debt. You know, I think a good exercise would be to just pull out all your debt and just see where you are. Even if that's not your number one priority, sometimes we think we have more debt than we really do. Or sometimes we think we have less debt than we do. Write it all down. And when you write it down and total it up, because it's easy on singular cards. I only have 2000 here, $100 there, $100 there. Until you total it all up and find out you have $10,000 worth of debt. That's when it becomes real. So just consider that as we think about the new year and what we want to do as far as freeing ourselves from this burden, credit and debt reduction is really usually a high priority for most people and how you go about it can be really definitive in how you can actually achieve the goal of reducing and eliminating debt. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, If you haven't already done so, please head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook and join the Facebook group and also like the Facebook page at Financial Emancipation. Um, Subscribe to my YouTube channel. I've been putting up videos there. I'd love to get your feedback. I'm at Financial Emancipator on YouTube. And also, just if you have any questions for me, feel free to send me an email, Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K, at thefinancialemancipation.com. For 2019, I'm going to be doing more one-on-one consultations. So if you need a consultation, what I do, I'll do a, I do a free 15-minute consultation that will help us decide if, if this is something, how we can work together. You can describe what your issues are, what you want to, what you're looking to do. And I do a 15-minute consultation call ahead of kind of working together to help you with your finances. So if you have interest in that, feel free to send me an email again, Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K at thefinancialemancipation.com. If you're interested in having me come speak at any of your events, um, I'm interested in doing that, speaking with young people about finances, speaking with young groups, community groups, anyone about how to work through finances, please feel free to reach out to me. Again, Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K at thefinancialemancipation.com. Thank you so much for joining me today and I hope you'll be back as we continue to um, discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.